Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So you guys are listening to one of our More Than Mom episodes. Happy Sunday. Today we are talking about dun, 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 perfect things. Perfect things. What is This a, is a hard thing for me. I know you resisted hard on this. Um, no, that's not true. But I got this idea from the Girl Next Door podcast, our friends Kelsey and Erica. They got the idea from an older episode of Friendlier, another podcast, and I'll link up both of theirs. But the idea is, what is a perfect thing? A perfect thing is a product in your life that you're like, ah, oh, I needed that and I looked for it and now I have it and it does the thing I need it to do. So it's yeah. not always like the most glamorous or expensive thing. It's just the thing that works. And what I, when I think about a perfect thing, it's usually the thing I want to tell other people about. Like, you've got to try this fill in the blank because it just works so perfectly. So I have to tell you that I found what I discovered about myself while trying to plan this episode <laughs> is that I am much more of a complainer than a I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, then like a like a crower, I'm right, not a like, celebrator. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I just I found something wrong with all even the things that originally were in the perfect things category. <laughs> I found something wrong with almost every single thing. Well, that's the fun part about this episode. So in the first half, we're going to talk about a few products in our lives that right now are just hitting the mark. They're just working perfectly and maybe they will be for you. But in the second half, we are also on the hunt for a few things that we have not yet found the perfect solution for. And that's where as listeners, you guys can help us out because there's plenty of areas where we do not have the perfect thing and no. we are on the hunt. And you know what I think it is for me, Sarah? What? I think I'm just a visionary. I'll have something that's so close that it, my optimism kicks in and I'll think this could be perfect. Yeah. If only, it's right? Like, like it's, I always feel like there's a better version of something out there. If only I could find it. It's like when you kind of go down those rabbit holes of like, if I could just create the perfect app or the perfect yep. service. So yeah, we are talking about the real products in our lives, which if, we, if we're being honest, they probably aren't 100% perfect, but they're darn close. And we're excited to talk about them. So we are going to take a quick break and then we will dive in. Okay, I've told you guys how my husband grows peppers and makes his own hot sauce, right? It's kind of adorable. So last year when he turned 40, I was looking for a hot sauce-themed gift and stumbled on Fuego Box, a subscription box for hot sauce lovers. I bought Brian the quarterly three-bottle gift box, so every three months he gets three bottles of hot sauce from small-batch, up-and-coming companies that Fuego Box has chosen for their quality ingredients and unique flavors. Quarterly hot sauce is the perfect frequency for us, but the great thing is they've got so many choices when it comes to gifting. You can do a one-time box, a monthly or quarterly subscription, and they've also got specialty gift boxes for different flavor profiles. We don't do this very often, but I personally reached out to Fuego Box to see if we could work together because I think this is such a great gift idea. Father's Day is coming up, but hey, I know just as many ladies who love hot sauce too, so it's not limited just to dads. The guys at Fuego Box are offering our listeners 10% off your purchase when you order at fuegobox.com slash themomhour. On that page, you're going to see a collection of some of their most popular gifts, including a special box for Father's Day, and ordering is really easy. Again, it's fuego, F-U-E-G-O, box.com slash themomhour to save 10% on your hot sauce gift. Okay, everybody, we've been talking about this free photo book from Chatbooks for a while now, and maybe you're thinking you'd like to try it but don't have the time to create a photo book. 
So I just want to take a second to say, I usually hate putting together digital photo books, but Chatbooks really does make it so easy. There's only one photo per page. So not only is the book really visually striking, but you also don't have to worry about doing that thing where you're dragging and dropping into different layouts or any of that stuff. Sarah and I have both made books in 10 minutes or less. And not only do the books make fantastic gifts, they're also a great thing to make for yourself. And also, this is something you could do the next time you have a few minutes of unscheduled time, like maybe when you're waiting in your car to pick up a kid from school or you get the gift of getting out of a conference call 10 minutes early. <laughs> you can put it on your phone, put the app on your phone and just use it when you have a few minutes. So give it a try. Download the Chatbooks app, link it up to your social accounts or your photos on your phone and see how easy it is to use. The first $10 is on us with the code Hour, and that credit will get you a 30 page soft cover book. So basically we're giving you a free book. That code will expire on June 30th, which is not that far from now, guys. So don't wait. Again, the code is the mom hour and just download that chat book app right now. All right. I have got four perfect things and we are going to alternate and I'm going to go first. And this is a recent one and I love it so much. It is, it solves the problem of a travel coffee mug for me. And here's why I have a problem that I don't like traditional stainless steel travel coffee mugs, like the kind, you know, with the, the lip, with the lip and the kind of black rubber plastic yeah. lid. There's something about the holding the metal in my hand. I don't like, I also prefer the shape of a traditional coffee mug, like handle mm -hmm. on the side, kind of yep. short and squat. So my mom came down to visit a few weeks ago and had in her hand a hydro flask. It's called hydro flask, 12 ounce travel coffee flask. Flask is a weird word. It is shaped just like your your everyday coffee mug with a handle on the side and the material on the outside, even though it is a stainless, you know, vacuum sealed to keep in the heat, the material on the outside is like this very matte. Um, if it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like ceramic, but it also doesn't feel like the cold metal of a travel mm. mug. Um, I love the way it feels in my hand. It does keep coffee hot. It does have a lid that you can use or not use. And it fits in my car's cup holder because I have side-by-side -side cup holders with a little, um, like a little channel in between. Does yeah. that make sense? So, so there's the, a place for the handle. For, there's a place for the handle. And so for yeah. me, and the, I just, there's something about having that shape of mug in my hand that I like so much better than the regular type of a travel mug. Um, and it comes in really cute colors. Mine is kind of a watermelon pink. And I love it. It is perfect. And it solved the problem of I, when I go pick up the kids at school in the afternoon, I take a cup of coffee with me in the car. It's like my little treat. And mm. I was bringing regular ceramic coffee yes, mugs you took in the pictures car. Of I took that, and picture. I was very concerned. Everyone's like, it's going to spill. You're going to yeah. crash. And I just didn't like any of my travel mugs. So now I have this. I don't even always put the lid on it, but you can. Um, and I use it for my tea if I'm having tea midday at home because it, it'll just keep it warmer than a regular mug would even without the lid on it'll just stay a little bit warmer so that is my first I, I think thing. I need one of these I don't like sipping out I don't like anything about the experience of drinking out of a travel me mug. neither um including the fact that it feels so different we, we've talked before about what we choose to drink out of is yes. very important to us yes um but the other thing is I know it's still insulated but I feel like the problem with some of the insulated narrow ones is even if you leave the lid off for a while because it's narrow there's not enough surface area yeah. for like air circulation. And so you've got blazing hot liquid. Yeah. Especially with you drinking tea, because that's boiling water that could feasibly stay hot for like a hundred years. So I've had before a tea that I made before I got on a flight. And then at no time during the flight <laughs> was the tea cool enough for me to drink like so a four hour flight. So I will say yeah. that keeping coffee hot was not my highest priority with buying this mug. It was more having something 
that I felt like I could take in the car or outside and that was really durable that didn't feel like a, a traditional stainless travel mug. So, yep. um, and it it's on Amazon. It is pricey in that all these insulated beverage things are pricey, but yes. I am using it all day, every day. It's so cute. It's so cute and it feels so good in my hand. And it looks like it would ni- it would transition nicely. Like the way they say you can wear this outfit from, yes. you know, work office to evening. Yes. From you could also do the same with this mug. Travel to home. Yeah. Um, it, I When I first got it, I said it makes me want to go camping just so that I can hold this mug. And have a picture of you with mm-hmm. that mug. By a fire hand. in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you I go. Love it. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you and I have been referring to my first item as a backpack, but I was mistaken. <laughs> it is a rucksack which I think is a, like a fancy, rugged way of saying backpack. Um, I love so, this product, yeah, by the way. I know you do because you've seen it many times. I very close to buying it for myself. Well, you can't now because it's sold out. But I'm still going to talk about it because they have other ones that are look very, very nice from the okay. same company. So it's a rucksack slash backpack from a company called East West, but they're very hipster. And so there's no A. It's Ist West. Est West. Est oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I bought it at my local fair trade store because at the time I was looking for a computer bag. Um, and I just was like, I like having like a fancy computer tote, you know, the four times a year I go to a conference every other time that it's completely impractical because Mm -hmm. usually if I'm like going around town, I might be walking. Mm -hmm. I might be, um, like I might be holding a bunch of other stuff, whatever. So like, I really liked the idea of having it be a backpack. But it's it's great. Okay, so it's comfy. It's got like um, well, first of all, it's really cute. It's like this nice like indigo denim look, and it's got a leather bottom, but it doesn't really show dirt. The color is good, but it's very stylish. It's kind of like nice enough that I could wear it with like I wouldn't look odd if I carried it around with me if I was like a little more dressed up. No, it is um, a very grown up. Yes. A grown up and nice looking backpack. It's hard yeah. to otherwise explain. Yeah. 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 It doesn't look at all like a, like a backpack backpack. 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 Yeah. It doesn't look like utilitarian. It looks very stylish and sleek and, and it's structured. Um, there's a little sleeve inside for your computer. It is a, there's a waterproof liner inside. So you could kind of be like out adventuring with your computer, I guess. Like I thought about that before. Like if I went on a trip, where I wanted like to have the backpack lifestyle going on, but I needed to have my computer. This would be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic for the airport. Mm-hmm. I used to get so irritated trying to get through the airport with my heavy computer bag hanging over my arm. And it's so nice to be able to just carry it on my back. Plus I could probably get, I'm going to guess I've done it before for an overnight trip. I think I could probably get two to three days worth of clothes in it if I really wanted to. Um, and it slides under the seat in front of me. So even if you're on one of those flights where like they're starting to, you know, rescind people's Overhead, ability to yeah. have a, a carry on and they're like, nope, um, I've never had a problem. So it's great. Now it is sold out, but the we'll link to the company. Yeah. Maybe they'll put it back in stock. And they do have like they have like a smaller version that looks a lot like mine, but they also have um, big ones just in different colors. Yeah, I've looked at the ones in different colors. So, I mean, that would be it would be the same one in a different color, right? So it would have all of the. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, As long as it's the, I think it's called the KTM Valley. The other thing is it refers to it as black on the site. I have never felt like it's black. To me, it feels like a, like a dark denim. Yeah. Yes. I I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is a good one and I have seen it. All right. My next one is hair related and it is the J Crew classic hair clip. So it's a claw clip like the 
like a claw. And I use it mostly to put my hair up when I am flat ironing or curling my hair. So to pull up a section and then, you know, curl or flat iron the bottom and then let down a little bit more. But I will also use it just to throw my hair up in an updo. And I had this claw clip for a long time, several years and didn't lose it magically, kept it, didn't lose it, finally lost it. And for a while went through a phase of just doing cheapos because this Mm. is a, I looked, I thought it was $18. It's actually 14. It's a $14 hair clip that you could get three for $5 at the drugstore. I mean, it's nothing, it's plastic. It has the hinge. It grabs your hair in that cloth format. But after doing the cheapos that break, and they hurt when I open them up. They like snap back at me and they pull my hair and my hair gets caught in the little metal mm-hmm, coil springs. Mm-hmm. This thing is like the opposite of all those things. It's really strong. It will hold a whole bunch of hair, but your hair never gets caught in it. It's like smooth. Even the the plastic tortoiseshell pattern, they have it in black or a couple of tortoiseshell patterns. It just is even prettier than the cheapos. It's one of those things where like, I guess you get what you pay for, although you're still paying for the same engineering and design, right. but it's just better. And they're, they, they just make me happy. They don't pull my hair and I don't pull my hair out. And when I'm happen to be blow drying or flat ironing my hair and I don't have something like that to pull up a section of it, I get so annoyed. So that's it. And it is the J crew. It's just called classic hair clip. They do have some mini ones and some other styles, but this one is amazing. I love that this is, I mean, this is an example of how much difference a really little thing can make in your life. You know, a hair clip for goodness sakes, but yes, love it. Okay. Um, Okay. So my next one is my KitchenAid electric kettle. I don't even know it has a name. It doesn't have like a fancy, I think it's just literally called the KitchenAid electric electric kettle. I have it in pistachio green. Um, I love it because it's just, it's pretty to look at. It's really simple. The water heats up really fast and it gets the job done. So it's got like a separate base that plugs in and then you put your, you know, you put the kettle, you go, you can walk across the room, fill mm-hmm. up the kettle, but you don't have to drag the cord oh, with yeah. you because it's it. separate, um, fill it and then put it back. But the other nice thing is like, I don't have to think about it. There's no settings on it. There's no digital interface. It turns itself off. So as soon as I lift the kettle off the base, it flips off. So I don't have to worry about burning the house down if I leave it on or burning someone's hand or something. It'll you know, it, right. it, that's it. You have to hit the button again. It's just, it just does it just the job. Does what you need. Um, I actually set it on fire a while ago. <laughs> I saw this on Instagram, but you have to tell I, the story. I honest to goodness don't know what, what was happening. Like I, <laughs> w- listen, it was a day when maybe my blood sugar was low. I don't know. It was like right after we traveled. Yeah. And I think I, my brain was really full and I was doing one of those mornings. I remember it very well. It was the morning and I was, I had a million things that I was starting. So I like I was in this fog in my head because I was like, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to clean up this um, this little pile of papers on the table and I'm going to go over there and I'm going to like make the bed and then I'm going to go over here and I'm going to start my tea. So like, you know, those days where you're not really finishing anything, you're just like going from place to yeah. place, starting things. And I was in a very frenetic mental space and I filled the kettle and then without thinking, I put it on my burner of my stove. <laughs> like I haven't had a regular since I got that kettle over a year ago, I haven't had an electric kettle. Like so, a, you mean a stove top? I mean a, yeah. I mean a stove top kettle. Like I haven't even had the muscle memory of on that. I, since I moved into this house, I have not owned a stove top kettle. Why would my body turn on just the burner? Go into that, like that routine. It, it, like I just zoned out and I went into just like <laughs> auto mode, but it was like totally the wrong auto mode. So um, luckily I, w- I didn't leave the kitchen. Two seconds later, it goes whoop and like burst into flames. 
And that was because the bottom had like a, like a rubber, there was like a rubbery, like a foam thing on the bottom that cushions it. So I didn't, I did keep it because the heating element was not affected. It was just the bottom of the kettle itself that. So it still works normally? It doesn't smell or anything? (laughs) No, I just cleaned it all off. And, and, and when you, when you put it on the burner, the burner doesn't get hot. It's got like little connectors that go up into the Mm -hmm. kettle. So it doesn't really touch any of those yeah, that makes things. Sense. So it didn't affect it at all. But I'm. It's so perfect. You can light it on fire and still use it. I afterward. lit it on fire and saved it. So, you know, the really sad thing about this, to be on a little bit of a tangent, is how long it took me to understand what I had done. Yeah. Like I stood there holding it going, oh, there must be some paper stuck to the bottom or something. I flipped it over and I'm staring at it going, what? It does, there's nothing here. What happened? Was there food in the burner? So funny. And then it turned out I was just a momentary dunce. So funny. So your turn. All right, my turn. (laughs) Okay, my next perfect thing are shoes for kids. And that is the native brand shoes for kids, specifically the the, their most classic style, which is called the Jefferson style slip on sneaker. If you're not familiar, they are, it looks like a slip on sneaker style, only they're made of the kind of the same material as Crocs, like that soft rubber, and they have holes, little holes all throughout, but they have a full foot coverage. It's not a slide or a mule, like a clog. It's shaped like a sneaker. Um, They are completely indestructible. You can pass them down from kid to kid to kid. The colors don't fade. They, They just look new for a really long time. They're completely waterproof. You can hose them off. You can put them in the dishwasher. You can let that like let them dry back out in the sun, and they still look good. Um, they don't stink. I saw someone ask That's online big. recently, and I had never thought about that. I I guess it's because there's nothing. There's no textile or fabric. I feel like that's what gets stinky, right? Is anything mm-hmm. made of? fabric, but there's nothing. It's all the rubber, which means it can be completely rinsed out, deodorized. I've cleaned them in all kinds of different ways. Like, you know, kind of put my hand around a paper towel and reach in there and just really try and wipe down the inner crevices. But there's nothing that's cloth about the whole thing. So the whole thing can be really cleaned. Um, I also find them to be pretty size forgiving, meaning I've had my kids get a hand-me-down pair and wear them when they're like a good half size too big. I've also had a kid wear theirs past when they are getting really tight. And as long as the kids can get them on and off, which my kids have always been able to, um, they're pretty, they seem to be size forgiving for those kids who don't really care. And then for summer they are, well, and I live in California, so almost year round, they're closed toed and they operate like a sneaker, but they, you don't have to wear socks with them. So, and they're so lightweight. So for travel and camps and things like that, I don't usually have my kids wear theirs to school. Cause I'm a real, I have, I like weird old fashioned ideas about what my kids wear to school. And I like them in socks and sneakers because they're doing PE and running around, but they would totally meet our uniform requirements. It's just, I'm a weirdo. Um, but they could wear So them. in your school, do they not change shoes for gym? Nope. Mm-mm. No, ours they do. Oh, they have so, to have a separate pair of shoes for that so that you could still do it. Right. Meet both needs. Yeah. Well. No, I just send mine and I just buy one like good pair of Nikes and they, as long as they don't have a huge growth spurt, they will last them the better part of a year. Allegra, side story, Allegra's toe is literally like out of her shoe and we're recording <laughs> this on the second to last day of school. And I'm like, well, okay, those lasted. So anyway, natives, I've talked about them on the show before. They're certainly not, they're not a hidden find. I, you see them everywhere now, but I just want to mention that they have been the perfect shoe for my kids, all three of my kids for the past several years. 
Well, I love that because I know for myself, like one of the great struggles of my life has been finding, especially when my kids were younger, was finding appropriate shoes that they could run and play in that didn't have toes hanging out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like just all the, like all the things yeah. you just said that check all those boxes and that were easy for them to get on and off. That yeah. was the big one. And I remember like I had some late um, shoe tires yep. Yep. in my family and slip-ons. We finally discovered slip-ons. The problem is the ones we have discovered do get really smelly. Right. On some kids in particular. Yeah. They get these, bad. These are great. You, I mean, I've had my kids start to wear them as young as like two. I think you mm-hmm. could even go younger than that. Um, and they, yeah. And I, I just want to mention there are some knockoff brands or some, I mean, maybe they're not even knockoffs, just alternative brands. And I hear, I think I hear mixed things, but we just have never had any reason to try anything other than native. So, yeah. And they have cute, awesome. if you have girly girls, they have like cute, super sparkly ones. Like they, I think they're gender neutral in their look, but if you have a kids who really like certain colors, they come in every color. So you can get like purple sparkly ones if you want. Oh. And they're the same, you know, same durability and all that. So, all right. All right. Well, my last one is actually holding my <laughs> microphone to my bosom as we speak. Is it a microphone stand? It's my bra, <laughs> because if you've listened for a while, you know that I tuck my mic into my bra. It keeps me from banging into it. It keeps it steady. Um, I just talk down my shirt the whole time. But it is a Fabletics sports bra. It's called the uh, DeVore. I have been a Fabletics member on and off for many, well, mostly on for like four years, and I'm a big fan. Um, I don't know how easy it is to access specific styles. If you're not a member, they might like kind of harass you to sign up. I don't know. But what I here's what I love about it. It's first of all, I don't even it doesn't feel like I'm wearing anything. It's mm. so like so doesn't do that thing where it comes up too high. Like it has a nice like um like a like a plunging front almost. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't like come up over and squish me down. It's low impact, but it's not no impact. I've had sports bras before that kind of build themselves as low impact and you can't wear them on a walk. And yeah. this is not the case with these. Like you can I wouldn't run, but I could walk. I can do yoga. I could lift weights, like anything like that. Um, but it doesn't do that thing where it makes your like boobs go under your armpits. So then they're hitting your arms when you're working out. Like I've had a really hard time finding a sports bra that I can live with. And this one's, and it's got this ruching in the front that gives me a shape and makes it flattering. So I'm not completely flattened out. I mean, it's definitely nice. not the same as wearing a push-up bra or something, but it's just like for the right day. It's like, I'm wearing it right now. Cause I'm probably going to go to yoga in an hour or two. And I was like, might as well just dress for it. Yeah. But if I don't go to yoga and I end up doing something else, I would be totally fine wearing this. It doesn't feel like, yeah, like no. scream sports. In fact, bra. I would yeah. be a little bummed if I had to take it off at this point. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, don't. Yeah. You could stay clothed for this Thank recording you. session. No. Well, um, I meant afterwards, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> uh, I do think that sports bars are one of those things that a lot of people are looking for the right one for them. So, we will yep. link that up for sure. Okay. Well, my last one is um, the Madewell. Medium Transport Tote. That is the full name. Madewell is the brand. It is a tote bag I use as my purse. And I actually had the original Transport Tote as my main purse for more than three years, like three and a half years. And it's just a leather tote bag that's beautifully made, made well. Hmm. Um, And the only issue (laughs) I had with that one, which was clearly a small issue because I still used it every day for three and a half years, was it only had one interior pocket, one pocket other than the main cavity And it was pretty small. So for phone keys and anything else you wanted to keep separate, it was just this one little interior pocket with a small zipper. This new version, which is called the medium tote, it's really not that much smaller than the regular. I mean, it's a little smaller than main cavity, but it has an outer 
slide pocket and then also the inner zipper one. So it has one more place to separate things out. And mine is in this pretty forest green suede. I got it for my birthday, but you can get it in different leather colors. Um, what I love about it, the design is so simple. The straps are relatively thin, but I can put a computer and a bunch of stuff in it and not feel like the straps are going to give, you know, that feeling on, yeah. on, you know, cheaper bags or older bags where you just feel like the, this the is not thin straps yep. are just being stretched within an inch of their life. I, I mean, these, I think you could like put a kid in this bag. No, it's not that big. <laughs> you try, but you should try. Yeah. And then the, another addition with the, this new version is it does have a crossbody strap. I don't use it, but you could clip it on and wear it with a longer, um, a longer strap or a crossbody strap. So it's just, it's so simple. When you see the picture, you're going to be like, what's so special about this bag, but it's just the best tote bag. So from Madewell, I will link it up. I, I love it too. I've seen, I've seen you use it many, many, many times. So yes. It's great. Yep. Okay. So we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are on the hunt for some things that are not We need yet more perfect, perfect things. <laughs> not yet perfect. Okay. So do you know what I love about packing for a trip during the summer, Megan? I can't imagine. I love how you can pack so many outfits in one tiny carry-on because yes. the fabrics are so flowy and breezy and the clothes take up so much less space, which means more fun clothes that you can pack into a little suitcase. I love it. Well, ModCloth is one of my favorite online sources for fashionable outfits that push me out of my everyday mom uniform mode. Their clothes are crafted by a team of in-house designers and their signature styles include really unique prints and amazing silhouettes and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. If you've been putting off swimsuit shopping, or if you kind of dread finding shorts that look right on you like I do, ModCloth is so worth a try. I love browsing their site and seeing the clothes on real bodies of all sizes. And let's be honest, imagining myself in these amazing striped, unbridled enthusiasm cropped pants. So cute. I'm all in on this flowy cropped palazzo pants situation that's coming back in style. I don't know about you. You might be able to get me on board. Okay. Well, to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to ModCloth, that's M-O-D-C-L-O com and enter the code modmom at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and it expires on October 5th, 2019. Again, it's modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and use the code modmom at checkout to save 15% on your purchase of $100 or more. Can we all agree that bra shopping is like the worst? The worst. So, <laughs> it's the worst. So first of all, I get totally overwhelmed. There's way too many styles and colors in the typical store. Then I'm all sweaty in the dressing room, like wrestling with a bunch of bras that I picked that turn out not to fit anyway. And then the bras themselves are so often disappointing. Like I want the perfect amount of lift, not too much padding, enough coverage. And then I finally make a selection and I get to the cash register and it's like a scary price tag. Mm -hmm. So we are thrilled to report that you can simplify your bra shopping experience and actually feel good about your foundational garments, <laughs> which I think is what your grandma would call them, with Harper Wild. These bras check all the boxes. They are flattering. They are supportive. They look good on your body, but they look good under clothes. You can adjust the straps in the front, which is life-changing. Like you don't have to have a buddy to do it for you. And then the bras can also easily convert into a racerback style. And the whole process is simple because they limit the selections to a few tried and true styles and colors. So you can like choose your favorite and then get on with your life. I know that I reach for my base bra every day, but I also love the boost bra for certain tops. But best of all, now that I know what my favorite styles are and my size, I don't have to think about my bra anymore. And that's kind of the point, right? All of Harper Wells bras are so affordable that you can get a couple different styles and colors to rotate through without breaking the budget. And trust us, once you start wearing these bras, all the rest are going to kind of get shoved to the back of your drawer anyway. That is literally what has <laughs> happened to me with me Harper too. Wilde. <laughs> me too. The rest are in the back. 
I know. I'm like, laundry day. What am I going to wear? <laughs> so it's time to start lifting up your ladies with Harper Wild. Go to harperwild.com slash the mom hour and use promo code the mom hour to get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's harperwildwilde.com slash the mom hour and use promo code the mom hour for 15% off your first purchase. One more time, harperwild.com slash the mom hour. Okay, Sarah, are we ready to, and my list is going to sound like things like where I got close and didn't quite get perfect. <laughs> Isn't so that I, the name of like close to perfect, but not quite? Close, it's, but a, not quite. it's a Shel Silverstein poem, almost perfect, <laughs> but not quite. <laughs> that's what we're, that's what I'm going to do right now. Because okay. every one of the items I'm going to talk about that's, that I need, I need a perfect thing in my life. The reason I know that I haven't gotten there yet is because I got close. Yes. You've tasted Sometimes, perfection yes, almost. Yes. Yes. So. I'll start with the perfect purse. I feel like I've been on a quest, a mission, if you will, for a perfect purse. I know you just talked about, I talked about a backpack in yep. the first one, and you talked about your tote. Mm -hmm. But I mean like your everyday lady purse. Mm -hmm. um, I have been on a quest for that since I was like 16 years old, and I finally got close a few years ago. In the same store where I got the um, backpack I talked about, I got this purse. It was very expensive, but I had some deal because it was my birthday. This is the one I've seen it where it's like half peach, half navy blue, kind of. No, that oh. is not my perfect. Oh, purse. okay. What is your perfect purse? So Have this I seen was it? the one. Yes, because I used it till it almost died. Okay. It was like um, I don't even know. It was like not a hobo bag, but kind of had that shape where it's like a sack. Oh, I do remember. And then this the one. top yes. comes over. Mm -hmm. It was this buttery, supple, like camel colored leather, mm -hmm. but um, but almost had like a little bit of an orange tint mm -hmm. to it, it's like a rosy leather, like a rosy mm -hmm. camel is the only way I could describe it. Um, what I loved about it, it was big enough for stuff. Like I could throw a bottle of water in it or something like that if I wanted to, but it only had one pocket and I found, well, it had like one main pocket and then a couple like zipper pockets. Mm -hmm. And I found that for me, more pockets is not better. I'm not good at keeping track of what's in yeah, which pocket. I, I so, can relate to that. I have a couple bags like that. Yeah. And then I feel like I just spend the whole time fishing around trying to find stuff that isn't there or like I go to put it in that pocket and it falls through and ends up at the bottom or what's just like, it's just too much. So it was like the right size to fit the things I needed, but not so big that I overloaded it with crap I didn't need. Um, it kind of like I wanted to keep it nice. I wanted it to. It was such a pleasant experience mm -hmm. carrying it. It tucked over like I could carry it on my arm. And anyway, so I'm talking all about this purse that was not perfect because it it became disgusting. Mm. Like it got so dirty and gross that I could never clean it. And I think it was something about the leather showed everything like mm -hmm. every little pen mark mm -hmm. and I tried all the ways to clean it it picked up like it almost was transferring um oils or like, something oils and also I think like dyes off my clothes and oh, stuff like wow. everything so now and maybe I can find a picture and we can put it in the show notes if anyone can find me a purse that looks just like that purse but it's like in a nice dark brown mm. maybe I'll buy it and that will I'll use it forever okay we will we will include a visual so that people can go on the hunt I do remember yeah. this I do remember this purse um, all right. Well, my first thing that I am on the hunt for is some kind of night cream slash nighttime moisturizer. I'm not even picky about what it does. Like I know some people use like, you know, an anti-wrinkle. Like I just, I never used to put anything on my face other than wash my face before bed. I would wash my makeup off and wash my face and dry my face, but I didn't put, I didn't then put any cream on. And then in our FabFitFun box one time recently, there've been a couple of different things that I've tried to use at night, but um, I have been using the Ahava cream mask hydrate it's a hydration cream mask and it's actually it says I don't, have you used it Megan I don't know if you got yeah, it yeah but, but I've used it as a mask 
So it says you can wash it off or leave it on all night. And the first time I read that, I was like, well, why would I take the trouble to wash it off if I could wear it all night? So what I do is I just use a little bit of it so that it doesn't feel so thick. And I even I feel like it would make me break out. It's 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 heavy. Like it's it is, but it hasn't. It's actually felt really good on my skin. Um, it doesn't make me break out, but I've just used a little bit of it. So, it, but it doesn't, yeah. it's really not meant, That's it's not meant to be a for. mask. Yeah. It does say you can leave it on all night. So I just need anything. And I'm really like not that picky. I just want something that feels nice to put on at night that helps my skin in some way. So, did you get the, did you get the stuff in the FabFit Fun Box that smells, smells of roses, smells of grandma? I don't think so. Sometimes you oh and I get goodness. different things. It was amazing. And I used it a lot, but I'm so sad. Well, that's the problem. I would buy that again, and then we have to find it for me, and then maybe we can solve your problem. It smells like the like the most subtle aroma of grandma, <laughs> like rose water and okay. like something else pretty. It felt fantastic to go on. I like the jar that it's in. Okay, no, I didn't. So I didn't I'll try to dig one. that product up. Okay, you know what's funny about it? Uh, it? I ran out of it like two weeks ago, and I left the jar on my in my bathroom because I can't bear to throw it away. Because it's so pretty. I definitely did not get that one. And it Um, made me think of better times when I had it. (laughs) Better times when you had it. Okay. (laughs) Well, and anyone else can hit me up with whatever you put on your face at night. Yeah. And I, I'm one of those people who I'm all over the place. Like I'll kind of, I've been working the CVS points. So right now I'm using an Aveeno that I like a lot, but I, I, I'll switch off and on. Yeah. I haven't found the perfect one either. Okay. All All right. Well, I'm still looking for a perfect dry shampoo. Okay. I've tried. Aussie. I've tried Dove. I've tried the Not Your Mother brand in several different variations. Okay. Um, some of them, I don't feel like they're doing anything at all. Like, I almost feel like I'm adding more junk to my hair. Um, like, it's almost adding, like, dirt. Okay. Rather than making a difference. The closest I've gotten is with the Not Your Mother uh, Clean Freak, I think is the name of it. And they have a couple different variations. And the one that I like the most is made with, like, tapioca powder. Okay. Um, but the only flavor, or sorry, flavor, the only <laughs> scent that my store had was called warm sugar. And you're familiar with this because it makes me <laughs> smell like cookies. <laughs> it doesn't smell like sugar cookies in your hair, which is in my hair. And it's weird. It's not, it's, it doesn't, it's not in a good way. Like it not, I no. mean, it's, it's strange. It's off putting. And I don't mean well, you're off putting. Because you want your but... hair to smell like fresh. Yes. Like I like the smell of cookies, but I don't want to walk around smelling like my head is edible. And <laughs> It's so cloying that the bathroom, like, w- like one day Jacob's like, what is that? And he like opens the front door to let air in because it was like wafting out of the bathroom and the whole house smelled kind of like I had just made. Um, what's that dessert where you take the flame and you like, like creme brulee, like a creme brulee or something like it smelled like slightly burned sugar, sugar. I mean, it is exactly what it is. And sometimes the kids will be like, mm, you smell delicious. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm going for. Yep, nope. Don't want to say that. in a dry shampoo where the whole point is you're trying to extend. You're trying to feel fresher, right? And you're trying, you're trying to, to not draw attention to what's probably <laughs> hair is dirty. a day or two past like, <laughs> yes, exactly. clean hair. Yeah. Okay. So I, maybe there's another version that doesn't smell like that, but I'm still on the hunt. Okay. Well, I've never really gotten into dry shampoo. So if you found a perfect one, I would be up for trying it. I just, it's not part of my regular routine. Well, you don't really need it, right? Your hair doesn't get very oily. My hair does not usually get oily. Um, and you haven't pushed the limits yet. Well, that's that's true. (laughs) Um, okay. So my next one is I would like to switch to a fair trade coffee brand. Um, this actually comes from when we were together in Palm Springs at Alt Summit, we heard, 
Um, that woman speak, I should have looked up her name. I will link her book in the show notes because her book is to buy the change you want to see. And it was all about making small changes in your purchasing toward causes that you, you know, that are important to you. But her whole thing was like, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to buy fair trade, everything, local, everything, sustainable, everything. You can make small changes. And I was like, you know what? Coffee just would be an easy one, even though I claim to be so picky about coffee, once I find, I I can be fine with anything that's not terrible. So like, I'm definitely open to switching, but I am looking for a fair trade coffee that people out there that you really like, like really actively enjoy the taste of, and that I can buy somewhere that I already shop. So I've looked for a couple on Amazon. I went as far as purchasing one on Amazon um, from a brand called Tiny Footprint, and I liked it. I can't say it's perfect yet, because I just, I've only, it's the first one I've tried, um, but it was pretty good. And so if anybody out there already has a fair trade coffee brand that they love, that is available at like regular places that you shop, um, I would love to know. And I usually buy whole beans and grind them at home in case that matters. And I, I really liked her, um, that whole, mm-hmm. she was very inspiring. I agree. Whole mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we've probably already talked about this, but what if it was someplace where you could get on some kind of having it shipped to your yeah. house regularly? I would, I would totally do that. Um, because it's like a club almost. Yes, or something. It, it is yeah. a very predictable amount that we use. Yeah. Um, and just seems like an easy thing. And what I drink now currently is um, Pete's Coffee, Major Dickinson's blend, which is available everywhere. And I, I mean, I think Pete's, I think Pete's is really good coffee, but at this particular one, to my knowledge, is not fair trade. So I, I want to try to try to make Let's the put this one in the like this shouldn't be that hard category yeah like, I feel like this is a, a problem someone has solved somewhere yeah so. agreed and, and, and especially like if listeners like have one that you really just genuinely love or you know because mm-hmm. then it's fun to try that because somebody's somebody's done the work out there and I would like to try it all right, right. well I'm realizing uh, the theme here how many of these items both are perfect and wish we had perfect uh are in the thing you put things in category. <laughs> it's a very important category of, in life. We spend so much time <laughs> carting stuff around. I almost put on here leggings with pockets, but I actually have found a brand of leggings with pockets I really like. It's just that I haven't found them in quite the length I want, but so they're not quite perfect. They they don't make either list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just like sort of in some middle ground. But but the one thing I'm looking for a perfect thing um is I want a day pack for the, so this is for the outdoorsy people out there. But I'm very specific about what I want. And this is why this is hard. I have so many ideals that I want it to meet. And it's not something, I mean, it's probably not going to cost more than $50 or $60, but I just don't want to spend $50 or $60 if it's not just right. the right thing. So right. here's my situation. I already have a nice, um, not huge, but like a an Osprey backpack that's big enough for any backpacking I'm going to do. So like, I'm not going to do more than a one or two night, you know, backpacking adventure without other people. And I've had... I've done fine with the bag I have for that. So what I'm really looking for is like a day pack that I could use for a shorter hiking trip. So just fit my sunscreen and my bottle of water and maybe a meal. Um, but I'd also like for it to like hook on to my bigger bag oh. or like operate in some way with the bigger bag so that if I was on a trip where I wanted to access the day pack easily, like I find that my pack is, you know, the the whole middle, you just dump all your stuff in right. there. And it's then just it's one like, big, yeah. Yeah. And then there's like a little bottom thing and like a top, like they, they snap, uh, clip on. Right. So you can get into those, but that's all, that's got stuff that I just need to keep separate in there already. Like I've got my fire starter and like all these different things in here. So I really just need like the thing I can access really easily. What about a fanny pack? Are you opposed to a fanny okay, pack? Okay. So you're like not the first person. <laughs> 
I'm just who has thinking. told me that what I really need is a fanny pack because like if I'm out walking the dog and I say I want to change the podcast I'm listening to or I want to get my water bottle out, I really don't want to take anything off my back. Right. I just want to reach into whatever is close to me and grab it. But a fanny pack, I don't know. I'm not well-versed enough so I have fanny a fanny pack culture. I have a really cute one that I bought when we got our puppy because I had heard that when you're training a puppy, having treats and stuff on hand at all times, because that's so important. Turns out I'm a terrible yeah. puppy trainer. I didn't really use it for that. But it it would be a great, but I don't think it would be big enough for what, it, it wouldn't fit a water bottle. You could fit a, a snack bar, like a like an energy bar and your keys and your phone. What about a little water bottle? Like what if it was just kind of a, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm open, I guess. Yeah. I like the one. I mean, the one that I got doesn't feel, it feels modern and current, not like 1992. Well, they're back now. They call yeah. them belt bags now, by right. the way. Yes, I know. I've, I've heard. Someone told me that, so I believed them. But so, <laughs> well, or, okay, so, or I can picture kind of what you're talking about, like, but then, yeah, it would need to work with your larger pack. Right, because I might want to sometimes use both. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And they've even, they even make, small backpacks. I mean, you can get really deep in backpack culture. Like mm-hmm. they make ones that are like big enough to kind of use for like a whole day, but not probably an overnight. You can't put any sleep stuff in it. But so what I really want is something I could use for like four to six hours. Yeah. And all of my needs for four to six hours would be contained in this smaller unit. Yeah. But then so, ideally that it would somehow operate within your larger and not become redundant system. or yeah be too bulky that I wouldn't be able to also carry it. So, well, yeah. maybe it is a perfect day pack. And then maybe for your longer trips, you also get a cheap fanny pack. Oh like, my gosh. I'm going to be like a beast of burden. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to rename gonna this episode. Every kind of things bag. to put things in. <laughs> um, that is the new name for this episode. Okay. Uh, I have, are you done? I didn't yeah, yeah, to yeah. cut you off. Okay. So my last one, sadly, I do believe I have mentioned this before. You have, and you're still and on I'm the hunt. And I'm still on the hunt. So we broke our favorite wine opener, wine key. It was actually broken for like five years. We'd had it for like 12 years and we kept duct taping it together. It was from Williams Sonoma and they don't make it anymore. And it's just a waiter's corkscrew, the classic kind. And I know I've talked about this on the show already, but one of our Facebook members and listeners did recommend one. I bought it. It was not expensive and we use it and it is good. So there's nothing against that one. It's just not, not perfect. So I am still on the hunt for the perfect What's wine opener. What's not perfect about the one that you got? It It is too complicated. Like it has a, oh. like a double hinge. So you get the corkscrew in, you get it all the way in. And then the part where it's supposed to provide leverage, like, you know, hook onto the top of the bottle so you can pull the cork up. It's like, it's got a double joint things going on. Oh, I, I broke someone's that had, like, I yes. can't figure out how to do those. I know. I, I either, Brian likes it. And once I can get it to do the double joint thing correctly, I'm like, oh, this is helpful to really give you the leverage you need. Right. But I I just want it to be simple. I can't explain to you how simple the Williams Sonoma one is the equivalent of my J. Crew claw clip. It's like, how I can something it. this simple be so much better than the other things that are exactly like this? So I've had several fancy wine keys and lately, um, when I've had to, you know, pick one up for a like a one off use. I really just go back to the ones that are like, they look like the claw and then you go, oh yeah, the little arms, you know, go, and then you squeeze the arms down and the cork pops out. I just feel like without fail, they work. They're a little more left, like they're a little harder on your wrist than than it sounds like what you're talking about. But like, I just feel like they always work the way I expect them to work. Yes. Those would be my second favorite. I mean, my favorite would be a waiter's corkscrew. That's how I learned to open bottles of wine. And this, 
and they can just be really simple. But I, I like the kind you're talking about too. Yeah. yeah. Simpler, better. So if anyone has a favorite or I think it's the kind of thing too, where if I would be willing to pay $20 for a high end version of what is normally $5, cause $20 right. is still not very much money for a perfect thing. So it's like, maybe I should just think of the most high end Surlatob. What is, what's the, the other, like, what are the high end kitchen stores? Cause that's Surlatob's what, the one that comes to my mind. Yeah. Or, um, La Crisse. I mean, they're yeah. Lipin or La Crisse. Yeah. They're, but they do like cookware and stuff, right? right? Yes. So yeah. anyway. Okay. And I think Sterla Tab as just carries all those high-end brands. Right. So you might do well there. And why? Um, why would William Sonoma stop making this piece why of, did this they do piece this of perfection? <laughs> why would they do this? It's like a personal affront. It is. I'm it is. angry. I still have the duct taped one. It's like in our little bar drawer. Okay. I think your last one. Oh, is, is it back to me? Yes. <laughs> okay. I forgot I still had to go because I've got one more thing to complain about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I am on the hunt for a pair of really comfy. Okay, this might be, this is such a tall order. I don't know that it can be done. I'm just going to put that out there. But it's a challenge for our but listeners. It's a challenge. I want really comfy sandals that feel sporty, but I can wear them out to dinner without feeling like that Midwestern mom who wears sports sandals to dinner. <laughs> I mean, so when you look. say feel sporty, define what you mean by that. I mean, I want it to be something where I can go, um, on a long walk and not take those shoes off. And like, there's a little bit of arch support. Um, it doesn't rub on the back of my foot. Mm -hmm. Like I need, and I, but I also need a, I need a strap. I can't do flip flops for yeah. that long. Um, and, but I, but I, when I go to a restaurant, I'm not talking fine dining. I'm talking like a reasonably nice family style restaurant. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I just got done walking on slippery rocks in mm. a stream. I had a pair of what I called my dress Tevas for a while. <laughs> and I, it was a joke, but what I liked about them is they were all black and the straps were very narrow and they had this really delicate little pattern of straps that went over my toe. So it was like a thong style. And then they were like this kind of silky material. They look like a little satin. Gladiator or almost like kind of. Yeah. And those I felt like were the closest I've ever gotten. And I think they broke or something. It was, I had them for a very long time, but a lot of them. And I have a pair of, um, Oh shoot. It's a very, a Chacos. I love my Chacos. They're amazing. They like, but they feel like a brick and they look like a sports sandal. So yeah. I want something kind of in between and maybe maybe a, like a good slip on shoe will do it and I don't have to like maybe a good pair of like toms or something have checks you, all those boxes have but. you ever worn saltwater sandals like the kind you know that look real no but like, you know what now I feel like we had the same conversation a year ago and you recommended saltwater uh saltwater sandals and I didn't I forgot about oh them. I didn't I don't even remember I I think I I don't remember maybe that it was conversation. Jenna. She's got a pair of them. I so love, her. love, love mine. My only complaint is that they don't come in half sizes. And so with shoes like that, I'm always a little too big or a little too small. And with my salt waters, I went on the smaller side, which I still think was the better, better choice. Um, but yeah. another, they do not, they look so nice and they do not fade. You can get the leather, you can go into the ocean with those leather sandals on and come okay. out and dry them in the sun and they will look brand new. I, I can't even believe know. how new mine look and mine are red and the, yeah, it hasn't okay. faded but the only thing they don't have they're very flat and they don't have arch support so in terms of and, the yeah. leather comfort is really comfortable I can walk for a long time but it they are very flat they don't the arch support part is not not happening I also really like Sperry brand um and I wonder if Sperry might have something 
Like yeah. I've got a pair of Sperry sneaks, but maybe they have something. I, I feel like it is comfortable in my foot. It fits my foot. Like mm-hmm. and everybody's feet are a little bit different, yes. right? So um, I feel like it works. So maybe there's something at that brand, with that brand too, but I will keep digging and looking. Well, and listeners, if you have a sport Please sandal recommend. that won't yes. make Megan feel like a sport sandal wearing Midwestern mom, even when you are You one. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, If you're from the Midwest, you listening, you know what I'm talking about. Please help me. Save me. Help us, guys. <laughs> okay, well, this was really fun. Um, thanks again to the Girl Next Door podcast for letting us just hop on this bandwagon and the ladies at Friendlier, who, as far as I know, had the idea in the first place, and then we all keep sharing it. So that's fun. Podcasters inspiring each other. Yes. Um, we would love to hear from you guys about what is working perfectly in your life, or if you have any ideas to help us with our seeking of the perfect things, you can send an email to hello at themomhour.com and put perfect thing in the subject line so we don't miss it. Um, and just tell us what you've got to share. So this was really fun, Megan. Wait. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye.